Hey my loves, it's your girl Kira the Healer and you are tuned into a another video podcast, vlog, whatever, wherever you're catching this at. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for joining me, for supporting me, for listening to my stories, for commenting or even reaching out to me and letting me know that this stuff is sitting home or you even resonate with this stuff but other than that today we are going to be talking about a ton of stuff i do want to add a trigger warning to this episode as i will be talking about sensitive topics um i will be talking about sexual assault i will be talking about eating disorders as this is going to be a solar plexus uh and sacral chakra oriented episode um as I'll be talking about healing as always and also including some stories about me along my healing journey um, but with that being said I do want to have a trigger warning on this episode because I will be getting into the nitty-gritty details um, about some stuff also book recommendations as well um, but with that being said thank you so much for being here and thank you uh, for taking your time to support me I love you and appreciate you so we'll go ahead and get tapped into today's I do want to apologize firsthand because my son is listening to music and stuff so it is a bit loud in the background you could might be able to hear some stuff going on in the background I'm not sure um, let me move the mic a little bit closer Okay, but um, that being said, I do apologize beforehand, but other than that, you're still going to be able to hear what I'm talking about. We're still going to be able to vibe or whatever. Um, but we are going to talk about self-esteem and confidence today um, and basically how those are related to your solar plexus chakra as that is the chakra of power, of being, of I am, right? Understanding who you are your purpose here, your reason, your journey, all of those good things, right? A lot of us always try to figure out, you know, when you ask the question, who am I? You start relating yourself to the person that you were given, right? That title. Um, my name is Kira and, you know, I'm a mother and I work here and I do healing and whatever the case is. And you start tying occupations, you start tying other people onto this because that's how you start shaping your identity. From the day you were born, people are already choosing your identity for you. You never get to really make a choice in your identity, but you're so much more than that. You're, so, you're such a complex being. It takes all these atoms and particles and organs to be able to make you up and to function in unison. And you're not like anyone else. Our fingerprints say that, right? We all have different unique stories. We are different unique people. We all bring different unique things to the table. So why are we forcing ourselves to stick in this box when it comes to identity? A lot of it has to do with the society, right? Um, the way that society has forced us to be able to connect or relate to each other in one way and make that our identity, which is not necessarily always a bad thing, but sometimes it's like you have identity crisis um, or imposter syndrome because you feel that you should be one way because that's what everybody else in that category is like, but then you're not because you're different in some other ways. So you start to have it a little bit of a nervous breakdown because you're unsure of who you are, right? So, the solar plexus is also a fire element. It's power. When you have loss of power, you have loss of ego, you have loss of control. And that, a lot of the times, relates to us having solar plexus issues when we are trying to figure out who we are and what our place is in the world, what the meaning of life is, what our meaning is. Life is just to exist, it's just to be here, it's just to be, be ourselves. This journey, this authenticity that we have to be true to ourselves and everyone else in this world. But by living and speaking your truth, you have to have some sort of sense of who you are. And I can sit here and ask you, or maybe you should sit here and ask yourself the question, um, who am I, right? Without the attachments or the titles of my employment, without the attachments or titles of people around me, being a parent, you know, having family members, being a wife to someone, who are you outside of that? Do you know who you are outside of that? Or have you some have some false sense of 
imposter syndrome or self that you believe or falling into the ego is something that you've allowed yourself to be trapped in, right? So I definitely understand and relate. And my issues with my solar plexus and my root chakra were the two chakras that were like the hardest to heal um, because of the household and the upbringing that I had. Um, and also um, my, like the people that I was around and stuff like that. If you don't have a parent who is confident or tell you to be yourself and be true to yourself, you know, it's going to be very difficult for you to navigate the world because you are told how you are supposed to be, how you're supposed to act. And this is going to include everybody who lives within that household, right? Of course, you should all behave, listen, follow directions. If somebody, you know, do something, you turn the other cheek or whatever the case is. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like you all put yourself inside of this box because that's where you feel that you were placed. Um, my solar plexus issues... Um, which my loss of confidence and power started when I was 10 years old. Um, that's the first time I developed the eating disorder. The root chakra, I should also, you know what, I'm also going to include the root chakra as well today because there's this book called Eastern Body, Western Mind, I believe it's called. Um, I'm going to put the information in the description box below because I already started reading this book. This was a while ago. Um, and it talks about the chakras and how the outside world, the environmental uh, factors will influence the growth, the development, the blocks, the delays in the chakras, right? So eating disorder stems from the root chakra. The root chakra is all about your environment, your surroundings, your stability, your security, right? And we're talking about insecurities today. We are talking about um, power ego confidence right and mine was shot when i was 10 years old um one thing already was i didn't really fit into the box of everyone else me being mixed race so i didn't look like the other latinas i didn't have obviously i didn't have you know straight hair or fair skin um even though i was pale i still had you know different features my nose was a whole lot bigger before it finally grew into my face um i have little lips so i already was fitting in a box you know and then my sister i do have you know family members who are especially my mother who are more dark skinned so i have all kinds of features i didn't fit in one box so it was difficult for me to be able to find a place in the world already at 10 years old i developed my eating disorder when um i had a birthday party and i had friends who were inside the pool and one of them had pointed out and told me that I had a big stomach. She was like, oh, you got fat. I didn't know you were that fat. And kids being kids, you know, they don't have a filter. They don't know, but it stuck with me. Um, I also heard another comment where I was, you know, getting a little bit chubby and that shit started sticking. Um, so it's very crazy as a child, how you start to get in to these things because it's not like anyone taught me how to do this um it's not like somebody told me what to do but i started to starve myself so i just wouldn't eat um over the years i had i have had an eating disorder for a very very long time and it just always was something different like uh, there was the extreme times but then it was the starvation it was just more so like you know what i'm not really hungry so then my mom was just like okay she's not really hungry it wasn't more so she was taking it as me starving myself you get what i'm saying um so it started at 10 years old i had dropped a lot of weight because i went into i remember sixth grade and i was 11 and i was very skinny and a lot of people had said that after that they saw me they was like wow you lost a lot of weight you got really skinny obviously when you hear positive things like that i just decided like i need to keep up with it then like this is you know this is getting me the praise this is telling you know people not calling me fat anymore so I just kept up with it. Um, and throughout the years, I just started starving myself. I wouldn't eat. I remember even when I went to the sixth grade, um, I would eat a little bit here and there and I would stop. It was like I was eating enough to survive. And when you're younger, your body has a whole lot more uh, 
endurance and stability i hate to even say it like that so that you're able to tolerate and do these kind of horrible things to yourself but i also didn't have good guidance around me to understand that what i had was an eating disorder i just thought this is what i was supposed to do to be skinny um and that skinny was good being fat was bad um, and then even in my family all the women in my family their body is proportioned properly so they're you know either heavy up top or you know down bottom me i was just always kind of like more of an athletic build so i didn't really have big titties or boobs i had you know big stealthy healthy thighs and stuff like that but my body was proportioned different and that's okay that's normal that's how humans are we're all built different but instead of being you know praised for like it's okay for you to look like this it's okay i wasn't i had to grow into my confidence and my comfort comfortability is that even a word my comfort um today but um eating disorder started at 10 i'm not gonna go too much into the details about it because um i definitely feel like i don't want to i can spend the whole episode talking about that but it stretched over the years from um anorexia and then from the anorexia it turned into bulimia um i was binge eating and purging up until adulthood um up until actually not too long ago a few years ago where i still had my eating disorder but this time i was just eating for comfort um that was my weakness was food food has all me and food always had a healthy or a unhealthy relationship with each other um i ate it to comfort me um i ate it when i was depressed i ate my emotions and it, it more so was worse when before when i was a teenager and a young adult um i used to mutilate myself so in order for me to stop doing that kind of stuff and I, I did everything else I used to you know heavily binge drink um and it's not like I was one of those people where I woke up every single day and I was drinking or I needed to drink it's just when I was stressed out and I would go out with my friends um I would binge drink I would drink until like I couldn't feel my face anymore or something like that um, but then the eating became what was comfortable for me. Um, I found comfort in food. I had to find something to turn my issues, my sorrows, my problem to, and eating was that for me. So up until now, um, I have, I don't want to say cured my eating disorders, but what I did was understand you that's how you're able to heal those things you understand what it is you understand that hey you have an issue you have a problem it's an eating disorder so if you want to be able to love yourself and be happy again you have to stop doing that you're not happy doing this you're miserable and you're sad and it turned into eating disorders are many different things people think that eating disorders are like this square cut kind of thing and actually it's not um it's not just eating a bunch of food and throwing it, throwing up. It's not starving yourself so that you're not eating in, uh, anymore. It's not just those things. It's also calorie counting to where you are still hungry, but you are depriving yourself of eating food. Where you are like, I can only eat a thousand calories a day. And me, I, my biggest, I was 200 pounds. I'm a very small girl. I don't know. You probably can't see it, but um, I'm 5'2". I'm a very short, very short girl. Um, so 200 pounds, I was very, I was very big. At my smallest, when I was anorexic, um, as an adult, I was um, 110 pounds, I believe. Between 116 and 110, because it would fluctuate sometimes, and I would use I would use to work two jobs at the time. So, I was uh, waitressing at that time, and I was also working a day a day job where I was um, at an office. So I made that excuse as to not eat because I was so busy at work, I didn't have time to eat because I was always working. Um, but those were just excuses that I made for my eating disorder, right? Um, so. Uh, fast forward 
sorry i didn't even realize i was like sort of out of focus so i kind of readjusted the camera um but uh fast forward like i was saying eating eating disorders are not just what people think is you starving yourself or you overeating and vomiting it's also like i said the calorie counting um it's also uh only eating certain foods i knew a lot of people who were doing the uh cayenne pepper um cayenne pepper honey and water diets dieting crash dieting those are also all forms of eating disorders um overeating to comfort yourself even when you're not hungry and you're just eating to comforting that is an eating disorder and it sucks because a lot of women of color people of color even men don't get the understanding that those are eating disorders because nobody is educating them on that we don't have those resources in our communities or back at back then at that time we didn't have those resources i wasn't aware that what i was doing was harmful until my body started to develop all kinds of different things i had stomach ulcers at one point um i started to get dental issues at one point um i was always fatigued burnt out I mean, you, because of genetics, I have dark circles, but my dark circles were a thousand times worse. Um, I just had so many health issues stemming from the eating disorder disorders that I had. Um, and the only way that I was able to do this and stop it was because I wanted to better myself. And it had to come to a point where I just wanted better for myself. I wanted more for myself, but how was I going to be able to obtain that by harming myself, by harming my body? I did use, I mean, of course, you know, it's not an excuse, but when I was doing self-harm, the comfort eating became something that allowed me to feel good and not hurt my body. And when I was stressed out, it was like the food always had me, like food got my back, food don't be hurting my feelings, but it was hurting my body. So I had to learn to take control of my body. Um, I also had to learn how to accept myself for who I am. Um, I've dated a lot of men who were insecure with themselves. So they would kind of take that on me and make me feel bad or make me feel not pretty enough or make me feel not good enough. And society always did that. Especially, like I said, my family, the women that were in my family were always very you know, curvaceous and beautiful. And for me, I was always just very petite and small. And um, I didn't know that it was okay for my body to be that. I was always made to feel like, and you know, I went through a slower development than everybody. I didn't get hips and a butt and boobs and everything until way later in life after I had my child. So I was never told like, hey, later in life, you're going to develop, you know, this kind of way. But, you know, the way you are now, you should appreciate it because, you know, later on in life, like you're still going to be looking, you know, like you're 13 years old or you're, you know, I don't look like I'm 13, but I look like I'm in my 20s, but you're still going to be looking good later on in life. But I never understood that because nobody has ever told me that. And it's one thing where I know you're like, well, Kiri, there's at one point you have to take accountability which is what I started doing when I said, I can't do this to my body anymore. I want to learn to love myself. I want to learn to love my body and my temple. And yoga was able to help me with that. To be able to build my confidence, I had to be around people. I couldn't be around people who were uh, who had low self-esteem or who were not confident about themselves or who had low self-esteem about themselves because all they did was try to bring me down with them when they didn't feel good or even I remember um, I was always the blunt of the joke because I don't have like a super fat fucking ass everybody in my family or the women in my family they have super fat fucking asses so because I didn't it was just like oh you're flat your butt looks like a pie or I had ex-boyfriends that were like oh you got a flat butt or whatever I just felt so down in the dumps because I'm like, damn, this is what men want. Like, this is what I'm I'm being constantly told. So it must be true. Fast forward later in life, I've just become more athletic. I'm more, you know, working out. And now I have a butt. Who would have fucking known? But it's just, I had to also understand that a lot of my self-esteem issues and confidence issues came from the people that I was allowing in my life. The people that I was surrounding myself by listening to what people had to say even though it was fucking negative 
I had to understand if I wanted to better myself, I have to take accountability and understand that you will never get better if you are feeding, if you are in a toxic environment. You know what I mean? It's like a plant. A plant cannot grow in a toxic environment if it's just in the wrong conditions, right? Certain plants have to be in certain conditions, proper humidity, watered enough sunlight. If you're not being watered enough and getting the sunlight that you need, you're not going to be able to grow and heal. And I know people who are in situations that, you know, you can't leave home because you don't have the money or whatever the case is, but you do have to understand in order for you to have good mental health and sanity, you're not going to be able to grow and prosper in the environment that's breaking you down. That's one thing that you need to be able to accept. Acceptance is one of the first steps. That's how I was able to be able to move forward and heal and start reading books and find out that a lot of the issues that I had wasn't, oh, because you're eating too much. Oh, because you're not eating enough. Oh, because you're comforting yourself by instead of, you know, going to one addiction, you're going to another addiction because I was addicted to my weight. I was addicted to um, to wanting to lose weight and whatever the case is. Oops, sorry. I'm all hitting the mic because I'm getting so uh, angry or powerful in what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? But in order for me to understand these things and what I was doing was unhealthy, even when I used to mutilate myself, I had to understand that this is not the answer. This is not how you're able to heal. How can you heal when you're harming yourself? And I had to understand, like, I'm the problem. I'm the problem because I'm hurting myself. I can't go out in this world and expect everybody to do right by me. But if I continue to place myself in positions or around people who are harming me, I have to take accountability somehow, some way, right? Sorry, I got... I'm always drinking something, but this is a iced chai latte, pumpkin spice with almond milk. I got this from Dunkin'. It's good. It's a little sweet, so I let the water melt in it, or the ice melt in it, so that it becomes a little watery and then it tastes better. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but it's pretty good. It's okay. It's a little sweet. I think the one from Starbucks is better, though. Just saying. Um, but anyway, let me move back into what I said. Accountability. I had to take accountability. Um, and then I know you're like, girl, get to the confidence part. Like, I want to be more confident. I want to be more hype about myself, right? Um, a lot of that comes with spell work. A lot of that comes with breaking old patterns and toxic cycles. Any time that... And it took a very long time for me to stop mutilating myself, okay? I had and still have so much scarring on my body i don't want to say i regret it because it's a part of me it's my shadow part of me it's my sad part of me so it's like i needed that to understand myself i'm just sad about the person that i was then that i felt that i needed to do that to find comfort it that pains me that I didn't have anybody to talk to who could understand, so I had to do that. But I do understand it. And when I do my inner teen work, I talk to her all the time and I'm say, I say, like, I don't blame you for what you did, for wanting to hurt yourself because the people around you were hurting you and this is the only way that you could do it. This is the only way you could get some kind of release or outlet or feel that you were in control. And that goes all back to the solar plexus. I was out of control. I didn't feel in control of my surroundings. I just felt like everyone and everything was out to get me. People were jealous of me. I was different. And when I'm insecure and they pick up on that and they feed on that, they just keep running with it. But I had to find out later in life that... I'm a very good person. I'm an admirable person. I'm a good looking person. Mm -hmm. So why am I not living in that comfort? Why don't I feel that way? And it was a lot of it had to do with other people that I was allowing around me and my boundaries and my safety, you know, my safety comfort zone. I was letting those people in. Another one is people's insecurities that they were dumping onto me and making me feel bad i was taking that also i had a tendency to want to dim my light to let other people shine because my sh my light it shines pretty bright and i can't dim it i can't help it i just want to be around other people who allow their light to shine bright okay who is okay with being in the comfort of their own space who can be okay with being themselves and don't have to feel like they got to be somebody else around somebody else or that they got to try to conform or comfort other people. I had to learn that. I had to learn that I want to get one body. 
I have one temple. I have one life. And I'm very, I'm very young still. So in order for me to be able to move forward and be happy and live life to the fucking fullest that it is, you know, I had to take life by the horns and I also had to accept that I did these things to myself before. I did these bad, horrible things to myself before, but I'm ready to move on and be happy and positive now. I'm ready to accept things for what they are, accept that I can't have everybody around me that I expected to be around me, but understand that by me speaking my words and my truth and being authentic in who I am, and maybe not everybody is going to resonate with this, not everybody going to like it, but the ones who do, I love them and I appreciate them. And I'm going to keep speaking and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because that's who I am and I can't help it. But being true to yourself, understanding when you ask the question, who am I? You have an answer and you're not tying it with the identity that everybody else has put onto you. Okay. To build up your confidence, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that everything that you're saying is true. Everything that you believe in is true. Do you believe that you're a good person? Do you believe that you're a loving person? Do you believe you're a caring and kind person? Do you believe that you're a beautiful person? Mirror work was very big during this time. I went to another Reiki healer. She used to be my masseuse. Love that woman to death, okay? Love that woman to death. She's in South Florida. And... I have been in toxic relationship after toxic relationship and all my exes were insecure and afraid whether it was of their looks or their finances or whatever the case is i was never going to be able to build and thrive unless i did this shit alone some of you might have some comfort or some support from other people but i i didn't have that i needed to be alone to be able to heal and i went to her um and i remember telling her like hey um I just want a massage and she was like, I also do Reiki. So I'm like, all right, boom, let's do it. So I go and get my Reiki healing session from her. And um, she goes over my heart chakra. And I remember for over a year, I just kept having this pain here. And no matter what I would do, the pain would just be here. And it hurt so bad, right? Um, so... I'm sorry. I feel like every single time something happens and I lose my train of thought, I'm going to have to start writing this shit down because... Okay, I was talking about the healer. Yes. So, pain in my heart chakra. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Went to the Reiki healer and she was like, girl, I just remember she went over my heart and she was holding it there and I could feel it. And I'm like, oh my God, this shit hurt. Like, what's going on? And she's like, girl. And I'm like, what? She's like, your heart chakra. And she was like, I want you to just repeat, I am beautiful and I love myself and I was like okay easy peasy and I was like but I don't think I'm beautiful and I'm in my head like I'm saying that and then I'm also like I don't love myself and I just burst crying on this poor lady massage table just just start bursting out in tears and I'm like I don't think I'm beautiful like I don't like people all like all these years like men that I have dated family members have never told me that I was beautiful why would I think that I'm beautiful because I was always looking for external validation. So she was just like, yeah, you just need to keep repeating those affirmations and da 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 and understand why you don't feel that you're beautiful because I think you're beautiful. And then what's the first thing that when you say, when somebody looks at you and they compliment you or your friend looks at you and compliments you and they're like, oh, you look beautiful today. It's always you too, right? You're really, really quick to return the favor or you're just like you're just saying that because you're like my friend or like a boyfriend or you know a spouse a girlfriend and you're like you're just saying that because like you're my friend like you're supposed to say that no they're not supposed to say that they don't have to say that they're saying it because it's the truth because you are beautiful because you are a good person you are good looking you know everybody is different not everybody gonna be shaped the same but we are we all are beautiful in our own way but I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't look in the mirror and feel like the person that I was looking at was beautiful. I didn't like all my dimples on my legs. And you see that? Look at all this meat. I didn't like all of that at that time. 
I didn't I didn't like who I was my hair like I had a nervous breakdown one year and I had cut it all off so it was growing back I had a nervous breakdown in 2018 2019 I cannot remember I just pulled a Britney literally pulled a Britney I was with my ex fiance at the time and I was just so stressed out about life and everything and he wasn't understanding what I was going through and he was insecure he had his own insecurities i had my own insecurities and mine was physical his was more so financial and not feeling like man enough or whatever in a relationship and was projecting that on me and i was projecting my insecurities and you know me being you know scared that he was dating other people onto him and i just had a full-blown britney and i just shaved all of my hair off literally like a crazy like a madman just shaved my hair off um, he shaved some of it too, I guess because he was like, girl, let me just help you out because you already made up your mind. You finna shave all this shit off. And I did. Um, I have very short hair. Like, this, uh, the longest amount of hair on my head was this long. Just pulled a full fucking Britney. Um, but yeah, that's just, ugh, fuck. I really did that shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, and then I just didn't feel beautiful. My hair was growing back. My skin was breaking out because that was during uh, the pandemic, um, even though it's still a pandemic. Um, all my face was breaking out because of the face mask. So I felt ugly. I was so overweight because I was eating my pain away. So I just remember like, if I wanna make a difference, I have to make a difference now. What can I do to make a difference? And that's basically, I've been on my spiritual journey for a long ass time, but the healing journey, really starting to see the upside of it. It wasn't until the end of, I would say, maybe 2020, because 2020 whooped my ass, but that's when I really started understanding who I was and being comfortable with who I was and wanting to love myself. And I'm like, I, I only get one body. I only get to be Kira the Healer one time. Why am I not enjoying myself? Why not? Why am I not waking up in the mirror every day and be like, today's about to be a great fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, why am I not enjoying myself? Why am I not happy? Why am I not grateful for all the things that I have? I work so hard for everything I have, for the career, for the car, for the house, for a healthy, good child. Like, I should be enjoying all of this. I should be enjoying this beautiful body that I have. I should be enjoying these beautiful everything, everything, all these attributes that I have. Why am I not enjoying that? Why am I not happy? And that's when I knew if I wanted change for the better, if I wanted to be happy with myself, I had to make the changes. The quantum leaping is helping, reading, understanding my i'm i'm doing this on my fingers y'all can't even see understanding my eating disorders and the issues that i had the psychological issues understanding the trauma that i went through in my relationships in my yeah relationships whether romantic with family i had to understand all of that in order for me to be the person that i am today and take accountability and responsibility for wanting to be able to better myself and move forward because it's great and fucking dandy that you understand all of this shit but what does it mean if you're not taking any action to be able to do it so i took the accountability to understand like you want to enjoy yourself you want to enjoy your body you want to be you know i don't even want care to be small but i do care to be fit flexible you know because i do practice yoga if you have not as yet i already got some yoga videos uploaded to this page i will be doing more i'm going to try to attempt to do a live stream very soon but um yeah i i know what i want to look like i know how i want it to feel but i have to work towards that so accountability and responsibility is very very important but when you have self-esteem that was so low it takes time but it also takes understanding and you being gentle and you being loving to yourself because nobody else is going to do that shit with you but only you can be gentle and loving and understanding and amazing to yourself you can't expect that from other people so but i do expect that from you to do that to yourself to be a good person to yourself to be a loving amazing person to yourself okay i have those expectations of you i can only give you 
my story and tell you how far I have made it on my journey and what I'm doing to be able to do it. Journaling. But you have to understand that there's something wrong, okay? We can't sit here and live in a false world where we're like, everything in my life is going wrong and I don't feel the way I should feel. But you know what? I'm not doing anything to do that. Or, you know, everybody around me loves me and everybody around me is supportive. But, oh, yeah, sometimes they call me fat or sometimes they call me ugly. Or sometimes they, you know, I, I help them out. But then they basically treat me like shit. Or I'm with my boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband. And you know they're amazing they're great oh but then sometimes they call me fat and tell me that i should lose weight but they're not doing anything like helping me go to the gym or you get what i'm saying accountability and responsibility understanding that some of the people that you have in your life are toxic and they're not going to help you move forward understanding that if you want to better yourself there's so many women that i have known plenty of women over the years who boyfriends and vice versa men with girlfriends who will sabotage you you have to understand in a relationship these are two people okay two individuals okay who have either went through some kind of trauma damage harm okay where these people will in project their insecurities onto you this also comes in family dynamics and relationships it could be i've seen parents do it i have seen siblings do it okay where you are like, you know what? I want to lose weight. That's important to me. Me, exercise, dieting is very important to me. Or I don't even want to say dieting, lifestyle living. So I am on a very healthy vegan diet. I exercise every day. I do my yoga every day. I do my breath work and meditation because it is important. It is needed in order for you to have amazing, beautiful, spiritual, healthy, balanced lifestyle. But if you are with somebody who sees you wanting to better themselves, but they are not ready to better themselves or they are not willing to put in the work and take accountability and responsibility for bettering themselves. I have seen plenty of people who this person is working out, eating right, eating healthy, and guess who brings home a cake? Guess who won't go running with you? Guess who's not gonna take time to go to the gym with you? Guess who's gonna tell you every single moment, you know what? Let's go out to eat. My treat. Let's go to Burger King. Oh, I know how much you love Cheesecake Factory. Didn't you want that cheeseburger from there? You've been working so hard this week. Come on, we should go do this. And then every time you get up to go exercise, they're trying to keep you in bed with them. Or they're trying to keep you to do this or this or that. Or every time you want to go exercise and you're like, I don't want to go alone. I need some more support. And they're not going out with you. Why do you think that is? If they cared enough. They will be able to take a 30-minute walk. 30 minutes is nothing out of the day. They can take a 30-minute walk with you. They just choose not to. They know you're on a diet. They know you're eating healthy. They know you want to better yourself. But what do they do? Bring a whole fucking sheet cake home. Bring a whole fucking piece of pie home. Bring home a whole fucking carton of cupcakes. Because they don't care. Because they want to sabotage you. Because they see, hey, this person is actually taking accountability for themselves. They actually want to better themselves. They actually want to do something. I'm going to ruin that because I'm not ready. What happened if they become better than me and realize that they can move on without me? And there's plenty of times I had exes who used to tell me, ain't nobody gonna want you. You got a kid. Ain't nobody gonna want you. You're insecure. Anybody gonna want you, you're fat or you're skinny or you're this or you don't have a butt or you don't have that or you don't have boobs. There's plenty of people who want me, okay, baby? So that's what I'm trying to say. People will project their insecurities on you when they see that you're moving on and they see that you're moving forward and you're actually doing good for themselves. And instead of wanting to better themselves, they will go ahead and turn around and sabotage you because once you start realizing, hey, I can probably do better than this person, you're out the minute you start to realize that. I have to take a sip of water for that because it's the truth. Accountability and responsibility. Accountability for knowing that you fucked up with allowing certain things to happen to you and not changing your situation and not wanting to better yourself and, you know, wallowing in the self-pity or allowing the abuse and enduring the abuse, okay? There has to come a certain point where it's just like, People are shitty, so they did what they did to you. But if you keep allowing it, what's to happen? You know what I mean? What do, what do you do next? 
responsibility is taking the responsibility, taking the action to want to better yourself, to wanting to heal yourself, to wanting to do better. Okay. I don't know how to sum this up and you know what I mean? Because I feel like I talked about so many different things. I do want to say that you're not alone in this journey, that you're not the only person who went through everything that I explained because I feel like there's so many people who can relate to these things. Um, but what I am trying to say is having a sense of yourself or your power is being able to take back into control. And that's what we were talking about with responsibility. If you want to feel a certain way, if you want to enjoy life, if you want to enjoy yourself, if you want to be more appreciative and loving to yourself, you have to take responsibility to do so. You have to make the action to move forward and do so. Not everybody is going to be able to jump on the bandwagon and support you and help you. There's some of us who don't have that. There's some of us who do, which is amazing. Take advantage of that. Appreciate that. But there's also some people who don't have that. And for those who don't have that, you have to take the responsibility for yourself to better yourself, to be happy, to want more for yourself. But you can't expect things to change when you are in the same environment doing the same thing and not taking responsibility or accountability for the things that are happening to you. And then you're just sitting around doing nothing. You understand? With that being said... I appreciate you guys so much. Oh, wait, I didn't even talk about how to build your confidence. How horrible am I? I was just going to go on this tangent and I even talk about how to be more confident. Ugh. Who am I? <laughs> Mirror work. Mirror work. Mirror work because it works. Mirror work is literally looking at yourself in the mirror right and repeating affirmations um my favorite affirmation for mirror work is i am beautiful if you are wanting to work on your solar plexus and sacral chakra i say i am sexy i am confident i am beautiful i am amazing you be your own fucking hype man okay you look at yourself in the mirror like yes I'm that bitch. Why not? Why do we keep dimming ourselves? Why do we keep thinking it's okay to make ourselves feel small? To like appease other people? To make other... Oh, no, I shouldn't do that because, you know, I come off arrogant. I come... So what? If you are that bitch, you are that bitch. You say that. You look at yourself in the mirror. I'm that bitch. I'm the shit. Nobody can fuck with me if they down there. Because I'm up here, my vibration is high, I don't let people fuck with me. You look in the mirror and you repeat these things. I love myself. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am magnificent. Look at yourself in the mirror and repeat those things. Mirror work. Journaling. Um, I created a journal where I write love notes to myself you could write it in third person first person whatever but journaling helps a lot but the I literally it's love letters to Kira and I'd be putting Kira your skin is so soft your eyes are so brown and beautiful yes write love notes to yourself why the fuck not do you got anybody else writing you love notes right now if you do good for you but if you don't hello you write them for yourself okay Writing love notes for yourself, mirror work, um, shadow work, journaling. I have a journal information that I'm going to put in the description box as well as the other book that I was talking about. Also, Heal Your Life by Louise Hayes is one of my favorite ones for healing. Um, that's also a book of affirmations as well. I will put that information but the it has journal prompts that kind of allow you to take responsibility and accountability because there's times where I'm like, you know, I did harmful stuff, but it's like I did that in front of somebody. So somebody witnessed this. So who knows what I did to them if I traumatized this person, you know, when they found out I had an eating disorder, or when they found out that I was mutilating myself, like how did that impact that person? That was pretty crappy of me. So great journal um, prompts are inside of that book. I'm going to go ahead and put that link in as well. I also like to do Pinterest boards of kind of 
what I desire to look like, whether it's my style, whether it's um, my vibe or whatever the, the case is so that I can design stuff and pick stuff. And that's the thing. I feel like we all have our own style, right? What style makes you comforting, uh, comforting, comfortable? I'm very bohemian. Um, I love the bohemian kind of like e-girl thing because I love to wear Dr. Martens. I love to wear black. I love to wear fishnets. But I also like to wear very flowy stuff, very comfortable earth tones and stuff like that. I also, you know, do my hair certain different kinds of way and put on certain different kinds of makeup and jewelry and stuff like that. So I think that's another way is you finding your style, you finding your look that makes you feel comfortable. You know, or boho chic. I love boho chic as well. Um, or hobo as well. Hobo chic. Where you look like a stylish homeless person. That's the best way I could get Kanye West clothing. Yeezy supply coat. That's what I'm talking about. That style as well. You have to find your style because if you're trying to fit yourself into a box of like, this is how everybody else is dressing, so I should dress like this, but you feel uncomfortable in it. You're not going to feel confident. You're not going to feel happy. You're not going to feel like you. You get what I'm saying? That's how you need to find out who you are. What makes you feel confident. If you're looking at a certain style and you're like, you know what? I really mess with that. I always wanted to dress like that. I always wanted to be an e-girl. I always wanted to be whatever. I do a Pinterest board so I know what kind of clothes I want to be able to get when I go shopping next time. So I can rebuild my closet or whatever the case is. Because sometimes I do, I do love designer stuff. So I have a nice cute designer bag or whatever. But I also have some that are like you know, plushies and all different kinds. And, you know, I do my nails a certain kind of way whenever I feel like it. And I feel comfortable in my skin. I'm happy with who I am and what I look like. And it took me a while to be able to get there. But I think that's, you know, beauty is a very important thing. It's something that I focus on heavily a lot. Um, vanity or whatever, even though people say like vanity is a bad thing, but you should want to be comfortable with what you look like, right? So finding a certain style that suits you um, and being comfortable in that style that you've always wanted to dress like, you know what I mean? Instead of dressing like everybody else because this is what's out right now, this is, you know what I mean? Um, so finding that, I do Pinterest boards. I also do Pinterest boards of affirmations. Affirmations are so, it's so crazy. And doing the affirmations with your mirror work is definitely, oh, this is my little bad tattoo. Doing the affirmations um, in the mirror is so key, okay? So I have a Pinterest board where I do affirmations. I'm more than willing. As a matter of fact, I'll probably put the link for that as well if you want to go ahead and scroll through it and repeat them and stuff like that. But um, I also have an affirmation journal. If you didn't know, it's on my Etsy shop. I will put the link in the description box as well. But um, affirmations are so important. <coughs> Squeeze me. Important. Um, so I do a Pinterest board of that. You could also do a Pinterest board. Pinterest has really been popping for me. Um, also, um, I'm trying to think of however else I have been building my confidence and my self-esteem. The mirror work, the shadow work, journaling, um, building the style that you want because aesthetics is very important to me. Um, I feel like a good diet and exercise and eating good foods is always good for the body because for me the outside aesthetic is always important just as good as the inside aesthetics i think doing something creative because we're also talking about the sacral chakra doing something creative my thing is painting i love painting um i dance as well i love dancing um i do a lot of like latin dance so like salsa bachata uh, merengue but i also do you know i shake my booty afro beats and stuff like that um i don't want to say i twerk i i could twerk but it's, it's not you know my preferred go-to i also um i have a pole so i use pole dancing i use it also mostly for exercise though for like core strength and stuff like that so it's also good to put a mirror a mirror in front with a chair you don't have to have a pole but a chair or I use my pole and I put a mirror and I watch myself dance a lot sometimes I record myself to dance um, that's how you build your confidence taking your sexiness back and you know what I mean because sexiness is different for everybody you have a lot of different people all different size sizes and shapes who are sexy and who are beautiful so you being comfortable with your movement how you dance how you look at yourself you know what I mean keeping that eye contact when you're dancing you do whatever it is that make you feel comfortable 
Um, but dance has always been very big for me to take back my sensuality, to take back my confidence, um, and to be able to, you know what I mean, feel comfortable in my skin and in my, in my body. Um, because no matter what, I love the weight that I am. I love the way that I look, but it took me a while to be able to accept it because I wasn't fitting what society was, or I had so many other people telling me something completely different than what I, you know, what I was seeing in the mirror because I thought I was pretty, but when you got so many people telling you you ugly or you can work on this, then it's like, damn, maybe I should, you know what I mean? But confidence is all about people going to say whatever the fuck they want to say, but you know who the fuck you are, you know what the fuck you look like, and you know you're that bitch, so why are you even allowing them to come over here and question who the hell you are? But... Now I went ahead and told y'all about ways to build up y'all confidence, so y'all should be good. I will put all the information in the description box like I was saying um, below, but if you are not on my Patreon, what are you doing? You get a free reading a month for $10 a month on my Patreon, so make sure you head over there. I'm also doing spell work, um, instructions, one-on-one. Um, I also do collective readings. I do so much on my Patreon, so you go ahead over there and that's www.patreon.com slash Kira the Healer. I also have a shop Etsy store where I sell lots of goodies, um, cleansing, healing tools. I also do readings and everything that you can purchase and that is at www.mysticmommyhealing.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Mystic Mommy Healing Store. I also have a podcast on Anchor FM, and that's Mystic Mommy Podcast. And you are, if you are watching this, it's most likely on YouTube or Riverside. But if it's YouTube, you can check me out at Cure the Healer, where I'm doing breath work, yoga. Um, I'm doing just an array of things on here. But other than that, I love y'all so fucking much. Okay, I appreciate y'all so fucking much. You have no idea. Make sure that you like this video, you subscribe to my channel, and you comment and let me know if this resonated or what else you want to hear. But other than that, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.